Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 267. Today we'll be talking about TV, including Cobra Kai Season 5 and Big Brother 24. Movies including The Harbinger and Barbarian. And as always, The Week in Sports, The Week in Funko Collecting, Weekly Star Wars Moment, and our weekly random movie and song recommendations. But before I go any further, he's live in the truck. It's the Nez! Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? We're uh, giving you an in-the-truck edition. Uh, my new truck, well, it's new-ish. New to me. What do you call this one? This is uh, uh, Quicksilver. <laughs> I got a 2020 Toyota Tacoma. Uh, my, this is automatic. My other one was a uh, manual, and my old niece couldn't handle the clutch in it anymore. So right, right, right. Had to get this one, but uh, it's a smooth ride. I love it. It's got a lot of power. Uh, but yeah, um, this is gonna be a, probably a quicker than usual we don't yeah. we don't have much and we're in the truck we're driving around reno it's quite smoky right now actually uh i'm up here in reno for the uh balloon races jade's with me e-society shout out howdy everyone do you want to ride around with us or you want to go back to the house either way is fine it's up to you I mean, <laughs> we're already here let's just continue <laughs> all right. um just kick it off with big brother because that seems like uh all you have yeah um big brother yeah i mean um since we last spoke uh it's been quite the eventful week we had the events of the double eviction go down and it was probably one of it it, it became instant classic it, it becomes a, a legendary double eviction uh and it's funny they try to do all these twists they try to do the triple evictions and they do the split house uh, eviction double twist i liked the idea but i guess nothing just hits like a classic double eviction because it, it is a week of Big Brother in an hour in the house, and they have to decide so fast, and things can get hectic. And they did this time too. Um, deals were made left and right. They were gaming all week. Um, they knew a double was coming at some point, but they didn't expect it this week. They thought it would be the week after. And since it was this week, there was a gentleman's agreement between Turner, Monty, and Michael. Michael had broke the record for most veto wins in a season, and. Um, he made a gentleman's agreement with the guys, but uh, Michael didn't intend on keeping it. And then when the double hit, uh, Monty knew he actually had talked to uh, Taylor. Taylor was like, yeah, nobody's going to take be mad at you for taking that shot. Like everybody knows that had Michael stayed in the game with his competition record, nobody would stand a chance at beating him. The shot had to be taken and the shot was taken. Uh, so Monty won the head of house. 
household, he put up Alyssa and Brittany. Oh, wait, no, Turner won the head of household. He put up Alyssa and Brittany. Then the veto was played, and Monty won that, and it, it was cool. You got to see before they even went to commercial, they had uh, meetings, like a quick uh, bedroom meeting, and the first meeting was Monty and Alyssa, and he's like, she's like, oh, yeah, this and that, and he's like, I'm using it on you, girl. She's like, oh, thank you. He's like, yep, now's the time. We have to take the shot. Now's the time, and, and Turner walks in, and he looks shook. He's like, he's like, you, you gotta do it. We gotta do it. We gotta take him. We gotta get him now. He's, oh, he's wide open. This is the time. And uh, it was crazy and hectic because Michael saw it was going down and he started going kind of crazy. And Turner had said something like he appreciated Michael being in the house representing the LGBTQ community. And um, he was like trying to throw everything. And then like when he got up in his speech, he completely threw Brittany under the bus and exposed all her game. Everything that she's done, he threw out that she was lying about her job. He tried everything. He actually gave a great reason for Taylor and Alyssa to keep him. She's like, he's like, evict Brittany, keep me. I'm putting them on the block. It'll be us three versus them. It was going to be, he was selling it right, but, uh, it was uh, it was not to be, and Michael was evicted, and whatever he goes down, he still has the the classic uh, the veto record, but uh, he didn't break the Janelle's all time competition win record in a season. So uh, she still holds that. Uh, as far as now, but yeah, great week uh, where we're at right now on the show. Uh, Monty won the following head of household. He put up Brittany and Alyssa on the back block, but Brittany actually won the veto saving her life, which is going to force Taylor up. It sounds like right now they're going to vote Alyssa out and that'll make a final four of leftovers, which is pretty cool. Monty, uh, Turner, Taylor, and uh, Brittany. So, uh, and then the next target would be Brittany for a final three of Turner, Monty, and Taylor for the final, the final week of the game. So that appears to be where we're headed. But yeah, uh, as crazy a season it's been and a few downtimes, like it's also been a great season. So uh, I really enjoyed it and the gameplay was great. It was crazy and all over the place and uh, really enjoyed it. So yeah, uh, that also being said, we got to do another at least couple live feed check-ins. But as of right now, they're going to start dying down. The, the, there's only uh, five people left in the house now and then soon it's going to be four. So uh, not so much going on, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last thing I watched was when they booted out Michael and then the uh, the, the BB Comics yeah. Did we talk about that? We didn't talk about BB Comics. Yeah, well, we'll save that for when we do the live feed a little bit more. But that was cool on what they did. We did see a little bit of the, the jury house. Got to see Andy and oh, all, yep. her, all her glory. That's right. <laughs> that other fool with no shirt. Joseph. <laughs> and, uh, what's her name? Jasmine. Jasmine. And then Kyle showed up and he had to 
explained everything to him and that was obviously a little uncomfortable but I'm glad he's having to, to face it now because had he made it to the end he probably wouldn't have to speak about it to anybody so I'm glad it had to come out now yeah so that was good that he's out he, he ain't gonna win right we'll he's see done. but who's gonna pull forward right uh, in, in this whole thing there's still what five five of them there's still five and then yeah uh, one will go on this Thursday um, and then one will go next Thursday, and then they'll quickly uh, move into the final competition. So, like, uh, after they get down to the final three, all they have is, like, a recap show where they showed all the miss of the seasons, and then they have another show where it's first part of the HOH, and then they have the live finale night. So it kind of goes quick at the end, as it should, because you've, you've come this far and you're down to the final three, so... Uh, but yeah, we're almost there. It's that close. Yeah. Well, going over to Anchor and listen to all the other the live feeds we got there. Well, we're going to do another one uh, yep. really soon. Definitely, definitely. But, um, yeah, that's enough because I know some of you are crying already. <laughs> yeah. Well, know, the season's almost over. I know who you guys are. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, no, thank you for listening. It's all my friends are the ones crying. Yeah, Thank the, you, though. About Thank the you. Big Thank brother. You. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, though. I we really do appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but uh, Cobra Kai season five uh, dropped the other day. Um, I just totally forgot about it. I wasn't. Uh, I, didn't, I got an email saying Cobra Kai's out. And I was like, man, wow. Because I usually pushed up. Yeah, I usually <laughs> drop it. Or I usually start it like right when it drops at midnight. But uh, I ended up starting it uh, the next morning. Uh, got everybody to school, and then I just dove right into it. Got, nice. Knocked out the first uh, four episodes before I went off to work, and then the rest of the time while I was at work, I was uh, uh, working and listening. But I had to rewind it a lot during uh, all the fight scenes that, that were breaking out. But if you guys did are watching Cobra Kai, I mean, I zipped through the whole season in one day, and it was amazing. There is... A season six coming because the way this one ended, because I wasn't sure if this was going to be the end, the end, the end, or what. Because um, this is a big, it's a big series for Netflix and it's big for all these actors that are in it, Macho and Zabka and everybody else. Right. But it was it was awesome. It was really good because the way the last season ended. Uh, Sensei Kreese got sent off to jail for uh, getting framed for a crime he didn't commit. Uh, Terry, Terry Silver took over Cobra Kai, <clears throat> and he was going to make it as big uh, as he wanted to. Like in the third film, if you guys remember that, he wanted to open up Cobra Kai dojos all over the valley. But it finally came, and he, fi- he finally did what he was doing. He had a, a one main hub where uh, he was at with uh, his crew, but... He was opening up Cobra Kai dojos all over the place. So, but that whole thing, and uh, at the very end of the last season, uh, Ralph Macchio was at uh, Daniel LaRusso was at uh, Mr. Miyagi's grave, and he was talking to him, talking about like, "I need help. I can't do this alone." And then we heard a voice like, "All right, let's do it." And then the camera swung around, and it was chosen. He came. Daniel flew him out from Japan. So I, the way that ended, I was like, ah, oh, because last year we got two seasons. I don't think we're getting that this year. 
Right, right. Year's almost up. Year's almost up. And normally, don't they drop at either the very end of the year or the very beginning of the year? Because last year, it dropped January 1st. Right, right. And then uh, later on, we got another season. I can't remember exactly when, but... So, that is is how is where it began, and they needed to um, take out Terry Silver. But he had already, he brought in some reinforcements. Uh, so he brought in some other, these were all new characters that he brought in. Some other uh, senseis that he wanted, because since, since they were opening up so many dojos all over the valley, he needed to bring in more firepower. Um, what I had said before on what I wanted, that... Um, First, I, I, I predicted Terry Silver was coming back, and he's back. And I also predicted that Chosen would come over and help. I That happened. And I also predicted that um, Mike Barnes, Sean Keenan or Cannon, however you say his real name, he was going to come and, and join in. And he did this season. There was it's already There was already rumor. The, the pictures and everything of him. Uh, it came came out already, so we all knew, and I was super excited uh, to see him come back. I wish I would have made it to Albuquerque Comic Con because I definitely want to meet him. He was awesome in Karate Kid Three, and uh, he came back. But it, I was happy that he came, but he didn't. He didn't uh, do what I wanted him to do. Uh, he was only in two episodes. That was a bummer. I thought he was going to be. Uh, in it, but he had some awesome fight scenes, and to see him fight uh, a character that I didn't think I would ever see these two go at it was awesome. I won't say what who that other character was, but yeah, you guys just gotta watch it. I'm, I'm sure some of you guys are still slowly going through it, but man, it was glorious. There was a lot more fight scenes this season, and if you were watching it with your younger kids, because it wasn't. Uh, it got gory in one scene, and there was a lot of F-bombs dropped in it, uh, verbally and written on pieces of paper. And I was shocked that they did that. So, but, I mean, uh, it, it is what it is. It was just more the adventures. And the way the season ended was like, oh, man. Because, again, I thought this was it. Because I was like, well, there's no other bad guys. What? What, what, who are they going to bring in? Because they've brought in all the bad guys. We had John Kreese, we had Johnny, and then we had Terry Silver and Mike Barnes, and that was it out of the out of the three movies. Oh, there was also a um, another little special guest, uh, the one girl from uh, the third film. She was Robin Lively. She played Jessica Andrews. She was uh, the redhead girl that uh, Daniel was trying to get at, but. She was getting back with her boyfriend, so he got no play. She popped up in this in one episode, so I was like, oh, cool. It's good to see her. I thought she was cute back then. She's still beautiful now. But then I was like, they just they just shoehorned her character in. She didn't really know anything. I won't tell you who, why they brought her back in, but she was only in one episode. So I'm like, man, if they're just trying to shoehorn everybody in, Karate Kid, the next Karate Kid with Julie and and all that. Could they bring? They could bring them in to this universe. They are in the Karate Kid universe, but I don't. I don't see how they could bring him in. Bring them in. Bring Julie and the bad guys from that in. 
Um, I guess they could, but I, I don't, I don't want to see that. But what they were trying to do this season, and if they do want to carry this on, Jaden Smith. No, they, they already said he, he's, he's. This is a, this is a totally different universe. Oh, bring so, him in, bring him in. No, it won't work. It won't work. <laughs> I'd uh, love to see it, no, Jackie Chan. No, Jaden Smith. It won't work. <laughs> so, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to spoil it. If you guys are still watching, but this season was awesome. It was ten episodes. Uh, the last couple episodes were a little bit longer, like forty minutes instead of uh, the regular thirty. But man, it was glorious. Uh, I'm gonna watch the whole season again because my wife she wanted to watch it. She's seen all the other seasons. So, oh excuse me. Oh man, we just ate, so kind of start burping. But it was a good season. I can't wait for season six. Uh, I wish there was more Mike Barnes, but it was it was glorious. And um, these guys are all much much older. They it was pretty much them fighting, but there is times where you can see it's not them. It's when when we just see the back of their heads doing uh, maybe harder moves. You could clearly see it was somebody else, but that that didn't take me out of it. It, it was still an awesome series. I love. Uh, what's going on? Ooh, I don't want to jump. This is where everyone jumps. <laughs> I just went across some train tracks. <laughs> so, but um, it was awesome. It was an awesome season. I can't wait. Uh, I assume we got to wait a whole nother year. Maybe next year sometime. Maybe uh, around now. So, I mean, because we weren't sure if we were going to get anything after because of uh, when the pandemic started is when season three came out. And then season five and everything or season four so but uh there is a huge audience for this everybody loves it um william zabka and ralph macchio they are executive producers so they're they're getting theirs and will smith he he also big willie style he is an executive producer to this which is why Jaden has to come uh, he, in he said it himself he goes this got nothing to do with that that movie he was in so it would be stupid to bring them in um but i don't think he would do it anyway jackie chan maybe he would just take that check but i don't think i think Jaden turned into more of uh, the indie film guy so sure i don't sure. see him popping up in something mainstream but yeah you never know you never know no i do know he there's no reason for them to come into this uh, i'd love to see it julie is the one i was i thought they were gonna bring her in at one scene, I was like, no, no, but then it turned out to be somebody else. So I was like, oh, okay. But because one of the characters was was talking to somebody and we didn't know who that person was. And all I was thinking, it can't be Julie. It wasn't her. So I was I was glad about that. But Cobra Kai season five, awesome, awesome film. I, I loved it. I can't wait uh, for season six. So we'll just see. What happens when uh, everything goes back into play? As far as TV, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, for me, just a quick check back in with shows I've already talked about. Welcome to Wrexham continues on FX and Hulu. The 
kind of documentary show where uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney bought a team in uh, Wales and they're trying to improve it. It's really intriguing. I really like what they did with the show. I'm really into it. And when they cut to like the game footage, like you're really into it. So uh, really enjoying that. And then the patient, the Steve Carell, Dom Hall, Gleeson show, um, very short. These episodes are like 22 minutes long because they air in a half hour on when they air on FX. So they're crazy short, but they're really good. It's only three episodes in, but it's really good. I really think you're going to like this, like for real. I'll wait till it's done before I dive into it. I, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, at the same time, whew, it's good. I got I got to finish those other shows that I started, so I can't. I don't want to start another one. I mean, I only went through Cobra Kai because I was already invested, right, uh, in that. So, but yeah, TV. I don't. I don't have anything else. I only got uh, the two movies uh, that I watched. One I went to the theater, and the other one I watched on um, other means. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to let the Zisu read this uh, synopsis. This is a film uh, It came out this year, I believe. I believe they made it a while ago, but it just came out this year. And it's called uh, The Harbinger. All right. Hoping to escape their past, Daniel and Teresa Snyder move their troubled young daughter, Rosaline, to a quaint Midwestern town. When they are followed by the evil they tried to leave behind, when the locals begin to die, the Snyders turn to a Native American seer and undercover a legend that may hold the key to saving their family or a path to a grisly end for them and all they hold dear. This is not a straight-up horror movie. This is a thinking person's type of horror. Not a slasher, no gore, PG-13. This is paranormal Hitchcock, mystery, lore, mystique, intrigue, supernatural, suspense, spooky, creepy, fun. You will not guess the twists. Enjoy. And that's the synopsis. <laughs> Read uh, the director and who, who the cast is. Yeah, we got... Uh, Directed by Will Clipstein. Looks like he is known for the evolution of Andrew Andrews and this, The Harbinger. So it doesn't look like he's done too much. It stars Madeline McGraw, Teal Redman, Irene Bedard, Kate Lubin, Steve Monroe, Will Clipstein, Amanda McDonald, and Vince Duvall. Who was the little girl? She was a little girl that was in um, Black Phone. So... That doesn't look like it was her, because I assume it would be the first person to pop up. Uh, not really seeing a picture here, but yeah, so somebody was in Black Phone. Whoever the little girl was in this, the main little girl, she was uh, the the main actor in uh, the Black Phone, if you guys seen that. Um, but the only reason I watched this was uh, Irene Bedard. She was uh, the voice of Pocahontas and she was in Smoke Signals and a bunch of other things. Oh, she was also in The Mist. Uh, I know I just talked about it because I just met her a few weeks ago at Stockton Con. Uh, her, her face is right on the poster So I was like, okay, I'll watch it, I support her And I read, I watched a little trailer But I didn't really Watch it that good to get what was happening 
Um, it's, yeah, like I said in the synopsis, this family comes up to this town and all of a sudden uh, people start uh, dying and like mysteriously, uh, they kind of think it's this family that's killing everyone because they're like right in the, basically their neighbors and everything. And the cops are thinking the same thing. How are you doing this? And because there's really no evidence that, that this family is doing it, but because they're even surprised on what's going on. Because every time somebody dies, there's this little, um, like this stick thing that's left behind at all the, um, the, the crime scenes. Because when they go and arrest the dad, we see that uh, he has one. So the cops are going, well, we, th- we know it's you because things we're finding at the crime scenes, you have one. So he's like, no, I'm, I, it's not me. It's not me. So they're also having issues with their daughter. She's like really just quiet. And she says when she does talk, she says creepy things like the harbinger is coming. We got to get ready and all this. And they're like, they're really not sure what what the, what this girl means and why she's talking this way. And it seems like uh, they said, this isn't you. What happened to you? You used to be all nice and happy. Now you're all weird and everything. So uh, they go. He he got the dad finds out. Um, he sees a card and it says uh, whatever Irene Madar's character's name was I can't remember uh, she's out on the res but the, the local church folk are like don't go out to the res it's evil uh, that place is cursed uh, you're not supposed to go out there bad things happen if you go out there so but he's just trying to help his daughter so he figures it's something kind of supernatural because his, his daughter just all of a sudden started acting this way so he goes out to the res and he talks to Irene Bedard and she already knows who he is because she can, uh, she's like a seer and a sensor. She's able to see, see things and she's able to sense stuff. And that stuff is, I won't, I won't get into it, but I believe all that stuff. Uh, some of the things I've seen. But uh, so I was like, all right, cool. Um, so that's where the story goes and they're, they're just trying to figure out who's killing all these people and why. And why their daughter is acting the way she is. Um, it was almost two hours. It didn't need to be that long. They could have cranked it out an hour and a half. But they were stretching some things. But uh, but overall, uh, it was an indie movie. It was made a while ago because the little girl that was in Black Phone, she was, she was much younger in this. So, uh, but it was a really good film. I liked it. Um, I know you can rent it. And I'm not really sure if it's streaming anywhere. But uh, I think it's probably worth the few dollars it is to rent um, if I'm selling it to you. But again, it is kind of long and it is a slow burn. Uh, It just didn't really need to be that long. So, but I did like what they were talking about. And when they were saying, uh, when they were scared to go on the res and everything, uh, that part was cool. And and what they were saying. Um, But it was was a good movie. I mean, it's probably a movie not for everybody, but... I thought it was going to be kind of religious, but it, but it, but it wasn't. Um, it did have to do with heaven and hell and everything, but they didn't like shove it down your throat. But um, it was a good movie. Definitely check it. There's a couple movies called The Harbinger, but this one came out this year. And um, Irene Bedard, she was the only one, and that little girl, the only ones I knew in the film. Oh, there was another guy in it. He was... One of those, oh, that guy, It's he, he had a big part in this movie, but he's like a side character in this as well as all the other movies I've seen him in. 
Uh, if you got the only movie that I really remember him from was that film Can't Hardly Wait. If you guys saw that, he was the one with the the radio at the end at the party when he came in playing Guns N' Roses. He was that guy. But overall, it was a good film. Uh, I thought it was awesome. But the other film that I saw, I guess I should have pulled that one up as well. This one I made it to the to the theater to see. Um, let me see the Barbarian. Uh, let me see. B Sorry, everyone. I can't spell. Plus, I'm driving. We're at a stoplight. Before you guys, you're not supposed to be texting and driving or whatever. I'm gonna let the Zisu read the, the synopsis. Just read the big one. Don't read the yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's what, what I do. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Red light. <laughs> right through a red light. <laughs> Not us, the uh, motorcycle ahead of us. <laughs> Anyways, The Barbarian, 2022. In town for a job interview, a young woman arrives at her Airbnb late at night only to find that her rental has been mistakenly double booked and a strange man is already staying there. Against her better judgment, she decides to stay the night anyway, but soon discovers there's much more to be afraid of in the house than the other house guests. Yeah, leave her ended at that. Okay, and let me give you the, the uh, director, Zach Krieger, also did... Uh, Wrecked, that's a TV show, Guys with Kids, and uh, Sasquatch, which is on Hulu. This stars Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, Justin Long, Matthew Patrick Davis, Richard Brake. That's it, don't. Okay. (laughs) That's it? All right, here we are with The Barbarian. All right, this one, I'm going to... Uh, I can't really say much about it because it would it would spoil the whole thing. Yeah, and there's probably a lot of people that haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but overall, this movie was awesome. Uh, it's definitely in my top horror films of this year and my regular top ten. This booted out uh, a movie that I was like, oh. But um, this was a surprise. It kind of came out of nowhere for me. I knew it was coming because uh, they were hyping it up at Comic-Con. I don't know what they showed uh, during the panel, but um, this movie was something you need to see on the big screen because there's some things that happen in it that you need to see in the theater. I mean, of course, if you, maybe if you got a big giant TV, but I don't know. This is a popcorn movie. Like, to go sit in the movie theater and just experience and witness what barbarian is um yeah that girl uh, she she's in detroit and this is the part of detroit where it's just like deserted except for this one house that was all nice and it was an airbnb she gets there in the middle of the night uh and we see this is all in the trailer and we see that there's when she gets there the key is not in the little lockbox that it should be in, but they, uh, she notices that somebody's in the house because the lights turn on, and then she knocks on the door and the guy answers it, um, and it's uh, the Pennywise, the Skarsgård guy. He invites her in. It's late at night. And he goes, you know what? I think it'd be better if you just stayed here because you probably won't find somewhere. 
but uh, she's kind of iffy, but she's kind of like, ah, he kind of talks her into it. So she does. So she stays there. Uh, that's pretty much all I can say because it, it it goes haywire. Um, it kind I kind of was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm, the way this is going, I kind of figured out how it was going to go, but I was wrong. It, but it was, oh my God. The story was awesome. The third act, it kind of drug a little. There was probably stuff that they didn't really need to do, but um, the movie wasn't that long. I think it was hour and 40 something minutes, I think. Um, the cinematography was amazing. This The score was awesome. It fit every scene, uh, just the regular scenes, and when the, when the, when the suspense was building up, and uh, when the jump scares and everything were happening, um, it is, it's rated R, so there, it is, it's, it's violent, uh, it's bloody and gory, and just, yeah, it, it was, uh, um, I'm not going to go into it, I'm, I'm probably give it a while, let everybody go see it before I come back and tell you what I really, really liked about the stuff that I can't talk about right now. Yeah, but sounds good. It was it was an amazing film. I definitely want to go see this again because I, I was not expecting what I saw. When I went, I saw it that first night, that Thursday night. Uh, it was only showing once that day. It was like at 7 o'clock, so I left work early and I went. Uh, when I bought my ticket, there was only me and like two other people in there, but, but a few more people came in i say there was about 10 of us total in there. And the theater was one of the big theaters. And the theater was empty. And th- these ladies came up and sat by me on the very top row in the back. <laughs> Just like we talked about. Yeah, I was like, really? Out of this whole empty theater? You're going to come sit up here? I was like, all right, whatever. So, but, um, yeah, it, it was it was an amazing film. I mean, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was just, it was a shocker. I think this is the shocker of the year. Um, it's, it's not my number one horror movie of the year, but it's, it's, it, it's, it, it's within the top five, I would say. But I was, I, I was, I couldn't believe, dude, you need to see this one. <laughs> not, you need to see it in the theater. Oh man, it, it was, oh. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to go anymore. Yeah. It, the, it would just spoil it and I, don't want to spoil it. I mean, right. Um, right. Even everybody that was, the guys that were reviewing it on YouTube, all the guys, they, they were hesitant. Yeah. To, to go get into, into it. Yeah. yeah. They, we, what, what I've said and they have said is only what you see in the trailer. Right. 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 So there, there's a lot more that goes on and there's a lot more to this story. Yeah. That makes so, sense. So, but yeah, if you guys can get out and see Barbarian, go see it. Oh, and stay during the credits. Not all the way to the end. There's nothing at the very end. But there is some scenes in the beginning of the credits, so stick around for those. And once those are in, that you that's it. You can get up and roll. But definitely go check out uh, the Barbarian. It was an awesome film. And if you see uh, the Harbinger anywhere streaming, definitely check that out. If I sold it to you, and uh, those are the only two movies that I saw this week. Yeah, um, I meant to watch some more. On uh, there's some stuff on Shutter, and there's one that I want to watch on Hulu, but. Uh, I'll get to it uh, and give talk about those next week. But yeah, definitely go out and see the Barbarian. It's in the theaters right now. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and no movies for me. So on that note, uh, ready to move on to the weekend sports? Uh, yeah. The Raiders lost. Forty ers lost. <laughs> 
40 and a half. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> um, the real game tomorrow night to be battling the, bat- the East Society. The East Society, yeah. yeah so. Big time. We'll let you guys know who wins those. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, week one of NFL uh, as I'm up here in Reno right now. Got to hang out with Joel and we watched uh, most of the games, mainly the first ones. And that's actually, we got some of the best games of the day. Uh, seriously, there are a ton of comebacks and crazy close games and games that came down to the wire, games that were one at the last second field goals two games went to overtime one game ended in a tie so yeah uh pretty interesting uh opening weekend overall and also uh i seem to end up up here in reno usually about this time just in time to put in uh uh, bets for uh this first week and of course uh, i didn't hit either um but it's as expected. It's always fun to try. Uh, I, I, I tried an eight-teamer that would have won me like uh, almost 900 bucks, and then a, a three-teamer that would have won me 30, and uh, didn't hit either. Uh, the Jags cost me on my three-teamer, but I hit on the uh, Ravens and the Chiefs on that one. Where do you so, go to put in these bets? Uh, we went to the new... It's, uh, if you're familiar with the Reno Sparks area, uh, where the IMAX theater is, there's a new casino there. Uh, I think it's called like Legends Bay or something like that. So we went there, but then it turns out that uh, still in this day and age, you can't use card at the sports book. So uh, didn't have cash on me. So it turned out that... Uh, they have a app on the phone that you can use here in Nevada, and uh, Joel had uh, some funds in his account in the app, so uh, I just picked my picks on that. So it would have paid through that, but yeah, I did all my picks through the app on the phone. They don't take cards. I mean, money still money, these money. days. Yeah, I guess it's a sports book thing. Joel, that's what he threw. He actually threw that at them. He's like, in this day and age, and they're like, all right, man, it's sports betting. It's how it is everywhere. That's how they have to do it. You can bet online though. Oh, I know. I know. It's pretty strange, but you just yeah, bet, you bet using an app. It's the same thing. I know. That's what's so weird. But they're like, yeah, straight cash, homie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, but yeah, that's where we're at, NFL Week 1. As we drive around right now, uh, Bucks cowboys is going on. Uh, we saw a bit of it at the Red Robin, and it's just a field goal fest in the second half here. It was like 12-3 or something, I think, uh, Buccaneers. So, that's where we're at with that. But, yeah, a pretty interesting first week in the NFL, that's for sure. Got any other sports? No, nothing. No um, wrestling. Uh, AEW, if you guys saw that, all that big hoopla with CM Punk and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, them fighting and everything. But they took the belt, the belts away. Uh, CM Punk ain't the champ no more. I think he got suspended as well as the other guys. But I don't know. There was a lot of BS going on with that. And, I don't know. Watch that uh, press conference of CM Punk. I get what he's saying, and I, I understand it, but I don't know, man. It, there's there's a lot more to the story that, that, that uh, right. we, we don't know. 
Yeah. So, but um, it sucks. Uh, not sure if they're gonna let uh, Punk go or not. But um, I don't. I don't know. Or even uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. I don't know exactly what is gonna happen to everybody. So. I know a lot of fandom was like, just get rid of CM Punk. He's nothing but a big crybaby and da 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 da. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting you brought that up because one of the things I've been following just for this season of Big Brother is this uh, guy, Rob, has a podcast, and I guess he has had it for a long time. He might be one of the first in the game as far as podcast goes and he seems to cover a lot of different things even if he's not on it like as far as the big brother daily stuff it's this other guy Taryn Armstrong but uh, on his little podcast network uh, whenever something kind of big happens like when the Kyle news happened and the house blew up they did a separate video just covering that and I saw on their feed today a video covering the CM Punk thing so they have a wrestling show on this thing too and they did just a separate show for the the punk stuff what's this called Rob has a podcast I don't have to download and listen to when I drive home but yeah definitely. I mean I'm a punk guy I love Kenny Omega I love the young bucks but again whatever happened I mean what they said uh, I know Colt Cabana got pulled into it um, but I, I don't know it's just a lot of stuff personal stuff that that doesn't have to deal with the actual show so I, mean, I, I don't know we'll, we'll see how what happens I'm not really sure on how long they're suspended but they did Punk was a champ and they, they took the belt from him so We'll, we'll see uh, what happens. But yeah. As far as sports, the A's suck. And, uh, <laughs> Season's yeah. almost over. Yeah, we're done. I wasn't yeah, going to yeah. Dallas or to Arlington to see them take on the Rangers, but uh, that ain't happening. So, but, yeah. All right. And now we're on to uh, Week in Star Wars. And it was a big week in Star Wars because we got the uh, – D23 convention going on this weekend. Some year I'd love to go, and I've still never gone to that con. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got uh, the first teaser trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3. Very exciting there. Probably the most exciting thing was uh, Babu Frick. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, I assume this little character's a billion years old. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, lots of cool stuff there. Uh, we got another uh, trailer for Andor, but just the other day on Disney Plus Day, they dropped a 10-minute special on Andor, probably the stuff that they shared in theaters when Rogue One re uh was uh, brought back to the theaters. Uh, it was a scene, extended trailer, and a little bit of an interview with uh, Tony Gilroy and uh, Diego Luna. Uh, also, we got the trailer for Tales of the Jedi, uh, a six original shorts that are streaming October 26th on Disney+. Plus. The exciting thing there was a... Uh, a younger, uh, black-haired Dooku 
and a young Qui-Gon was seen in that. Did you see the little trailer for that? I didn't even see that trailer. Okay, yeah. So that was one of the most interesting things there. It looks like Mace Windu, Anakin are also in it, Ahsoka. So uh, Tales from the Jedi shorts. Hopefully, they say they're shorts, but uh, if they're anything like the Groot shorts, those were so short. Hopefully, they're a little longer than that. But, uh, yeah, all six will be released on... uh, October 26th, uh, up until D23, I had heard that Bad Batch was dropping at the end of the month, right before Andor, but I guess they didn't want to step on the toes of their other content, and now Bad Batch got moved back to uh, the start of next year, like the start of January, so... Yeah, that's far back. Yeah, um... They announced a little kids show, Young Jedi Adventures, starring uh, Jamal Avery Jr. and Emma Berman as Kai Brightstar and Nash Durango. Looks like Yoda's in this too, but it looks like it's meant for uh, the uh, real young. uh, Smaller Jedi's. Yeah. Real tiny kids. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like that style of show. So, uh, also, uh, D23 was full of uh, panels where you only, if you were in attendance, did you get to see the trailer. Like, they showed uh, a little bit of footage of uh, Star Wars Skeleton Crew with Jude Law. Uh, They only been filming for, like, two weeks, but they decided to show up at the con and show them, like, a scene or something like that. So... Uh, They didn't get to share that with the public, though, so we didn't get to see that, but uh, they did share that. They also shared uh, some of Ahsoka. The most exciting thing from that was uh, if you saw the end of Rebels where Sabine is looking at the wall and the mural, they're recreating that for the show. So I'm super excited for that. I assume that's where this show ends because that's where Rebels ended. So uh, Ahsoka comes out next year. So, yeah, we have at the very least next year uh, Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and Skeleton Crew to look for. So so good content on the way for sure. (laughs) Yeah, the Mandalorian trailer looked awesome. I, I can't wait for that. And the... The Andor stuff looks amazing. Did you watch? Oh yeah. Did you watch so that uh, Obi Wan? I didn't get through all of it. Um, I watched the Andor thing, then I threw on the Obi Wan thing, and then I was like running into things I had to do to get ready for this trip. So I was like, ah, I want this on, but I'm gonna have to like leave the room, and so I was like, well, I will come back to it and finish it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I watched. It was only an hour, so I watched. Uh, I watched the whole thing and. It was pretty good, man. Brought some some of it brought tears to my eyes, just mainly because of uh, who they brought back and everything. If you guys already watched Obi Wan, you already know. But they did right. they did interview um, uh, the Hayden. Uh, they interviewed uh, well, what's his name? Liam Neeson, Qui Gon Jinn. And because uh, at first I thought he was bitter towards it because he no I don't think so because <laughs> it, it seemed like he was like this it's just a movie I did why are you guys all flipping out about it. But that was way, way back then when that one first came out. But I think he's right. he's just accepted it after all these years. Oh, yeah, and definitely. When, he when, came back for Rebels at one time. When they brought it to his attention, hey, we want you to come back. He was like, all right, cool. So I was like, oh, that was right on. Though. Yeah. It now cool. it'll be curious to see if, if he comes back for uh, another go. <laughs> are, are we, this was a one and done, right? 
supposedly, but uh, both Hayden and Ewan both said that they would be up for more. It just makes me wonder, would Liam Neeson be up for more, it was, or was he just like, ah, I'll just come for this, this scene? Well, I mean... <laughs> He might as well do it. He's making all these other movies left and right. Right. So, I mean, come back for a few episodes. I mean, I'm sure he won't be in the whole thing. I mean, then we're not really sure if we're getting more because in the beginning they did say it was a one and done. But the way this ended, like, there needs to be more because I want more Qui-Gon Jinn. Right. So it was a good way to to end the series. Spoiler alert if you guys didn't see it. Well, yeah, it's been a while, so if you hadn't seen it, but... Uh, to top it off, uh, not Star Wars, but kind of in the category because it's Lucasfilm. Uh, two other things dropped. Well, we got to see one, but not the other. I am super excited for Willow. I love that film, and I love the way this trailer looks. It looks like it's such a fun series. I'm so excited for that. That comes out uh, in November, I think November 26th. So we got to see more of that. I was super excited for that. And then if you were in attendance at the show, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, the crowd there got to share the trailer. I'm a little surprised they didn't share it with everybody. Uh, from the descriptions I read, uh, Sala uh, appeared in it again, and he said something to the effect of, like, Indy needs to get out of the library and back into the adventure. So, And I also heard uh, Harrison Ford actually got quite emotional talking to the crowd. He came out and was uh, he got emotional when uh, he mentioned the words that this might be the last time he does it. Obviously, he's, he's getting up there, you know. Yeah, I mean, that, that'll that be it. I mean, I know a lot of people didn't like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And it was just another Indiana Jones adventure. I liked it for what it was. It was yeah. It's still ranked fourth. Yeah, it's still ranked fourth out of the films. But yeah. uh, I rank them just the way they came out. Right. Raiders, Temple, and yeah, that makes Last sense. Crusade, and Crystal yeah. Skull. But, yeah. uh, I'm excited. Yes, we've got an old Han Solo. Now we're getting an old uh, Henry Jones Jr. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's one short round. Yeah, I wish that was going to happen. I don't think it will. The cool thing was those two, the actors, uh, Harrison Ford and Kei-Hu Kwan, um, they got to take a picture backstage at D23 because uh, Kei-Hu Kwan was there. He's going to be in Loki uh, Season 2, which also the crowd got to see a trailer of, but they decided not to share with everybody. Uh, This is Star Wars section, but uh, as far as the Marvel stuff went... uh, a lot of things were there. The Marvels uh, trio was there, and maybe a fourth person. It's hard to say. Uh, I don't know if that was the moderator or if that was another person that's in the film. Uh, Secret Invasion, uh, we got the trailer for that. Werewolf by Night, which looks sounds like it's going to be part of uh, Nez's uh, 31 Days of Horror. Yeah, they're definitely going to do that one. Z's going on. Yep, we'll for sure. That for sure. I'm excited. It looks cool. It looks unique. Uh, one-of-a-kind type of MCU. Um, like the first week of October, right? Right, 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 right. So perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, also... Uh, Captain America, New World Order, they were there for that. Uh, Armors Wars was there. Uh, Ironheart was there. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, the next film in theaters, they were there. So, yeah, it was exciting. But uh, I guess it's time to move on to uh, the week in collecting. You pick anything up this week? I don't have nothing. 
Okay, uh, not much for me. Right before I left, the goat boat arrived, uh, Thor. I didn't even really get a chance to dig into it, but I'm excited to. Um, has the two goats, uh, Thor on the uh, ride part of it, and then the base is the Rainbow Bridge. So uh, really cool from what I've seen, but I didn't even get to dig into it, so... There was that, but uh, yeah, we're here uh, nearing the end, but uh, before we get into recommendations, I uh, wanted to throw Jade on the pod just to talk a little bit about the balloons. That's why we're here. We came for the great balloono race uh, in Reno. Jade went both days. I went once last year and now once again this year. I went Saturday last year, but I went only Sunday this year. Jade went both days. You want to tell them a little bit about the balloon races? Yeah, sure. So, hi, everybody. Um, the balloon races were actually four days in total. I only, I ended up going two days because family members, like, um, it just, it worked out to where I ended up going two days instead of one. Um, and I'm glad I did. It was a lot, but, because I had to get up at, like, three in the morning the past two days, and usually I get up at, like, six or seven. But I'm I'm an early bird, but still it was kind of hard. But I really enjoyed it. It was nice seeing um, all the balloons. I haven't gone since I was like super super little, and now I'm in my 20s, and it feels very um, full circle. Especially since I have younger family members who are getting to see it too. Um, and it's just really nice. And the weather wasn't too bad, and the balloons are really pretty. Um, probably my favorite was there was this Tweety Bird balloon, and then there's this really cool, like, alien spaceship one. I actually posted that on my Instagram. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a really good time. It wasn't smoky. Yeah, we got lucky there. It was more smoky yesterday than today, right? No, it was smoky both days. Okay, both days. Yeah, it wasn't that bad today. Uh, just to also tie it in, though, to uh, Star Wars, there was a, a big Darth Vader balloon. That was cool. It couldn't go very far off the ground, though. It really just kind of skipped across the field, so uh, it didn't go too far. But uh, members of the 501st, they were there also. We had uh, a couple stormtroopers, a sand trooper, a TIE pilot, um Vader, and then Bausch, which was weird, Leia uh, from Return of the Jedi. So that was surprising to me. But uh, yeah, it was cool. It was cool to see them. And uh, yeah, Vader even had a voice box and everything like that. So that was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, you ever go to these balloon races? Nope. I've never gone to any of these things here in the Reno Sparks area. Okay. Yeah. Do you, 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 do you ever like travel though and like look and you see them oh, and stuff? I used to come to work early in the morning. Yeah. I would see them, but I right. never went to these things. Yeah. Like I said, for me, uh, went last year. So now it's two years in a row for me. And before that, I hadn't gone since uh, 2001. Uh, when Jade was one, so uh, it had been a long time, and that was actually right before September 11th that year, 2001, when everything went down. So uh, it was interesting to be there today where they uh, kind of commemorated it, and they had a flyover and everything, so that was cool. Got a few picture ops, uh, walked around with Lily and Declan. They had cards you could collect at each uh, place, so that was cool to see. I'm seeing new uh, ESP stickers uh, for the first time here. Very cool. 
Yeah, uh, shout out to uh, Rob Robin Jackson. He designed this for us. Um, I've got some new. For those of you that do wrestling marks, the way NWO had their lettering, that's how this looks. And it is going to be a T-shirt. So um, when I get home, I'm going to put that up on the T Public website. So definitely uh, we'll keep the classic ep- the, the classic designs on there. But uh, this is the new one that's going to be on there. We also got more coming. I got to talk to my other artists that are going to design some stuff for us. But it's cool. I like these little stickers. I did post it on. I need to post it on uh, the the MacNez one, but I posted them on my regular one. So uh, check them out and uh, definitely uh, get shirts, uh, please. I'll also um, throw up what that what that's going to look like. It'll just be like how the sticker looks on on a t-shirt so uh by the time you hear this it'll probably be up on the on the t public website so just go down into the show notes and uh, click on the link and you'll be able to order so please please order one for yourself and uh everyone else uh that you can think of and everyone that listens to our show just please uh support our show uh get a t-shirt shout out to everyone that has them i've seen you guys out there uh, with those shirts and thank you so much for the East Society as well as Magnus Podcast so definitely uh, pick up one of these new ones Ciao. alright I think we're all the way at random recommendations uh, the one that I just dug up I may or may not have recommended this before but right now it's on uh, the top 10 of Netflix's uh, most watched movies right now and this is 2010's Takers, an elite crew of bank robbers sets up a daring heist after former associate persuades them to be a target and arm a car that could be their biggest score. So starring Matt Dillon, Paul Walker, and Chris Brown. I think Idris Elba is in this also. Um, yeah, um, this one always reminds me of the very end of the Blockbuster era because there was a time there where you would, uh, I had the Blockbuster Pass where you'd rent, you know, you could pick one or two movies or games at a time and then you bring them back whenever you want. And I had that Blockbuster Pass and I'll always remember Takers as uh, one of those movies right there at the end. So uh, always uh, cool to see that. All right, um, I was going to go Morbius, but that's too new. I see something else that grabbed my eyes. I hadn't seen this film in forever. It came out in 1996, and this is uh, Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Vanessa Williams, I believe. A U.S. Marshal who erases the identities identities of those he uh, assigned to protect Dodge's bullets, assassins, and... 747s as he tries to shield <laughs> a government witness. Uh, this movie was awesome. Also stars uh, uh, James Kahn, rest in peace, directed by uh, Chuck Russell. Um, I just remember they had those big giant guns. I haven't seen this in a long time. I love Vanessa Williams, so uh, I'm definitely going to have to check this out again as well. But uh, again, I was going to pick Morbius, but then I saw Eraser. Uh, oh, this is uh, on Netflix, so definitely uh, check that out. Um, how many comic book movies did we have this year? Uh, what? We had, obviously, Morbius. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yeah, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We're going to have uh, Wakanda. Wakanda. We're going to have Black Adam. Um, was there anything else? 
I nothing's coming to mind because I'm obviously Marvel and DC is the first thing to come to mind. There's other ones, but that's obviously the first thing that comes to mind. And uh, DC has been off. That's for sure. You know, as far as what they're doing, uh, Aquaman was supposed to come out this year. That got pushed. Flash was supposed to come out this year. That got pushed. Batgirl, I think, was supposed to come out this year. That got canceled completely. So, yeah. We doesn't look like much. Well, that's next year. Oh, Super Pets. Super Pets. I want to see that. I didn't see that yet. Um, and uh, Spider-Man's not even coming out now. Spider-Man into the multiverse or Spider-Verse or whatever. The new Miles Morales one, that got pushed from October all the way back to like next uh, June or July. So We might just do top five because it seems like th- there was... I think Shazam got pushed out of this year too. I'm seeing yeah, Shazam. Yeah, it's 2023. So... Um, there was, we were supposed to get Batgirl, but they shelved it, so I don't know. Um, yeah, it might just be a top five. Um, yeah, and it'll be probably just five. <laughs> yeah, because that's all to we got. To choose from. <laughs> yeah, that's all we got. Um, I'd have to watch them all again, and we still got to wait for uh, Wakanda Forever, so we'll uh, bring you tissues because that trailer is, oh, is rough. Right, right, right. All right, what's your track? All right, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Outcast and uh, B.O.B. Bombs Over Baghdad from the uh, Stank Onya album. I was, uh, I've always loved everything from Outcast, but uh, I was just reminded in that I forgot something else I recently picked up. I did mention it last pod, the uh, Outcast, the big gold figures, and I was surprised. They really are big, 12-inch, and they're heavy. And uh, I got them on uh, Funko's moving sale. I guess they're moving their warehouses from Everett to Arizona or something. So, yep. But yeah, uh, my favorite Outcast track of all time. And there's a bunch, but uh, that's far and away number one. B.O.B. All right, I'm going to go um, anything from uh, Merciful Fate. Uh, they just did their first show in forever. I think it was last weekend in Vegas at Psycho Vegas thing. Uh, everyone that went said it was an awesome show, but they announced that they're doing a tour uh, of North America. And the closest place is uh, it's Wheatland, California, but they're saying Sacramento. So uh, it's somewhere I think it's at the Hard Rock. Uh, tickets went on sale earlier this week, and I knew it was going to sell out, but I got I did get mine. Uh, my youngest son Eric and I are gonna go. We're gonna be on the floor. I had to pay a little extra, but it, eh, it's all right. I mean, it's merciful fate. How often do we get that? Because I think the last time they played was late '90s uh, here in America. So, uh, but King Diamond was out. He toured a lot with his his solo band, but now Merciful Fate is back. So it's gonna be awesome. Uh, I know a lot of King Diamond songs, but I know more Merciful Fate. So I'm I'm really excited uh, that I finally get to see those. Uh, performed live so i'm i'm all about it but um yeah anything from the merciful fate catalog uh check out uh any any of those i mean my favorite album is um uh uh don't break the oath now that that whole album is awesome so but yeah and uh i think that's it this episode uh we're gonna bring this into the truck edition we might do another it might be into the truck next week because I'm going to be up in uh, the Zisu's neck of the woods and uh, along the coast Yay! in California. So taking my grandsons to uh, 
the Eureka Zoo. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be up there. Plus, they want to see the ocean. They've never seen the ocean. Daniel's always talking about, I want to go see the beach. So we're going to go over there and let them uh, run around. It's probably be cold, so we'll have to bring our sweatshirts. But um, Yeah, that's uh, it this episode, everyone. Again, uh, probably be another in the truck or wherever, wherever we're at. And I'm sure you'll hear the little boys running around screaming in the background. But um, that's going to be it this episode. Go down in the show notes again. Get a, Pick up a t-shirt. Uh, listen to everything we got over on Anchor. Uh, more Big Brother live feeds coming. And all of that. So just follow us everywhere. YouTube, Instagram, E-Society. Uh, TikTok as well. E-Society Pod. Follow us there. And uh, yeah. And everyone that, that listens to the show. Thank you so, so much. Um, we do it for ourselves, but we mainly do it for you guys and everyone that listens. You guys are all part of the East Society, so uh, represent with a T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> pick up two. Um, we're not getting rich off all this, so don't don't. Yeah, it's for fun. <laughs> it's for, we just want to get our show out there and people yep, to, exactly. to represent. If you do, if you do get a shirt, please uh, send us a picture, post it on the Facebook page, and. Uh, You'll be famous for a little bit, and uh, we we are definitely definitely thank you for that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be at everyone right now. So because I gotta get home. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you go. Uh, for anybody else that wants to listen, looks like Nez is gonna check out this Rob has a podcast thing. The pod, since he has so many different ones, is the wrestling R H A P up wrap up but it's r-h-a-p rob has a podcast up uh and it looks like this most recent episode from saturdays where they talk about the cm punk stuff so just so you know yeah i gotta go into his house and download it because i yeah. gotta go to the bathroom okay <laughs> but all right everyone that's gonna be it just uh be safe out there we'll see you guys next week so until then party on yep thanks everyone for listening till next time have fun be safe and we'll see you next time me society